Batman. Week three, Scarecrow. Five, four, three, two. Welcome to our third week of the confirmation of Batman. Now, the last few weeks, let's go back through our structure so that we can know and remember everything that we've worked on from this point. The first week, we looked at the parental figures in our lives who guide us to be the people that we will become. We looked at Thomas Wayne, the, the father of Bruce Wayne, and how he was a motivation in Bruce's life. We looked at Alfred Pennyworth, as the surrogate father, comforting and guiding Bruce in such a way that he found his ability and always had a confidant to turn to. And yes, we even looked at the ones who motivated us negatively, and we still have a place to find our spiritual gifts, even through the negative guidance, as we look at Ra's al Ghul. Last week, we looked at the necessity of friendships and relationships. And we looked at what it means to have a lifelong friend walking with us that could show us times that we may slip or falter from the path. We talked about the necessity of having an individual who's on the same path with us. We looked at Rachel Dawes as the lifelong friend. We looked at Jim Gordon as the one who is on the same path, the protector of Gotham. And we looked at, when we have those people, how we've become that person for other people. Today we're going to look at what it means to trust the things that our parental figures has guided us through. We looked at the way, we're going to look at the way that we trust the guidance of our friends and loved ones, either the ones that have known us our whole lives or the ones that have gone on the path with us, as we look at what it means to deal with sin and fear, today we have to look at the villain of the story. Now there's two villains that exist in this. One is Ra's al Ghul, and we will deal with Ra's al Ghul in this conversation. The one that we will spend the most time on is Crane, the Scarecrow. The one who comes to use fear as a deterrent to hold back and to hinder the lives of those in Gotham to have personal gain and to take control. I want us to look at that today. I want us to look at the ways that Christ himself dealt with fear. I want us to look at the ways that Christ himself overcame moments of fear so that he could become the Savior that points ways for our lives. That's what we're going to look at today. And we are going to look at the voices that we listen to that may not be the most rational, that may not be the most fruitful because we become fearful and lose hope. 
let's go ahead and knock that one out of the way right now because I do want to spend more time talking about Scarecrow than I do Ra's al Ghul. And in this narrative of how fear can overcome things, Ra's al Ghul becomes the image of something that we listen to and turn to that may not be fruitful or healthy because we are in moments of fear and concern. Let's jump right into the Christ narrative because if you look at Matthew chapter 4, Christ is starving, he's hungry, and he is standing face to face with the deceiver. I very much use Ra's al Ghul as the image of the deceiver in this first chapter of the Nolan universe, Batman Begins, because Ra's al Ghul gives Bruce Wayne everything that he needs. Everything that he needs. Ra's al Ghul gives him every tool that it takes to become the Dark Knight protector of Gotham. But Bruce Wayne gets to one place that he has to make one critical choice of how he's going to use those tools. He will either become the protector or the destroyer of Gotham based on one decision. As we look at Matthew chapter 4, as we look at this narrative of Jesus Christ stepping away into the wilderness to face the deceiver, Jesus Christ runs into moments that he is actually being offered things that he needs to care for the world. He's offered power, governmental power. Christ could have become the leader of Rome and set rules in place and set acts in place and restructured everything to care for the world. Jesus Christ has offered ultimate wealth. And Christ could have used that money to fund care agencies and to do outreach. Christ could have used that money to do those things. Christ had a personal need in his life. He was hungry. He was starving. He could have turned the rocks into bread, got that physical strength back to go out and serve the world and be the caregiver. See, all of the things that the deceiver offers Christ in Matthew chapter 4 are actually things that Christ could have used to do his mission. As Bruce Wayne goes off to train with the League of Shadows, as Bruce Wayne stands side by side with Ra's al Ghul and is trained in ways of combat, that he ends up using as a protector of Gotham. Everything that he learns from that training made him become the Batman. But there came one moment. There came one choice. In Christ's ministry and message, as in Matthew 4, there comes this moment of a choice that the individual has to decide if he's going to use what he's been offered for the ultimate good. See, when Christ is dealing with the great deceiver, Christ 
understands that political power, ultimate wealth, food in the moment, are all temporary resolutions to the real eternal struggle that Jesus Christ has come to take care of. Bruce Wayne understands that his quest is to bring ultimate justice to all things. And when he's in with the League of Shadows, when he has to make the decision to execute the thief, Bruce Wayne understands that is a temporary action that actually feeds the issue instead of eradicating it. That is the relationship and fear that Bruce Wayne deals with with Ra's al Ghul. If he answered and responded in fear, if he took the tools and followed the path of Ra's al Ghul, he would have become the destroyer of Gotham and not the dark night protector. If Jesus Christ received any of the things that the great deceiver offered him, he would have only solved the temporary and he would have far missed out on reaching out to caring for the eternal. That's the battle that Bruce Wayne deals with fear. The thing that helps Bruce Wayne overcome the fear, the thing that helps Christ stand up to the great deceiver to overcome the temptation of dealing with the temporary is the rule. We've talked about the rule already. The bat does not kill. Christ has a rule that Christ has come to answer the ultimate issue of eternal salvation and not just restoring the temporary. As both Christ, Bruce Wayne, deal with their rules, they have a path to follow that opens doors for them to care for the ultimate need. That's how Bruce Wayne overcomes fear. Because fear would be going the path of the League of Shadows. And fear would have limited Bruce Wayne to only becoming the destroyer of Gotham. Fear for Christ would have been Christ taking care of the temporary. And that would have helped in Christ's time, but where does that lead us? Let's look at Jonathan Crane. Let's look at the Scarecrow for a moment. And how the Scarecrow uses fear to hinder Gotham. He begins to develop the serum. He, as Towards the end of the movie, he puts it in the pipes. They, they make this no man's land scenario in Batman Begins where they have to shut Gotham off from the greater world because Jonathan Crane has so overcome everything that the fear that would electrocute from Gotham would spread out and keep going. So they shut Gotham off. They leave the Dark Knight protector there. And he becomes the one that has to push and fight through fear to get to the place to protect and to share the need. We see how fear 
touches Bruce's friend, Rachel Dawes, that she becomes so overwhelmed with it, they have to find an antidote because the fear has risen within her so much that she's having a, a stress heart attack over it. We look at the way that fear is overcoming the police officers of Gotham, that they cannot contain what's actually happening because they can't figure out through fear what they're actually fighting. We actually see firsthand, one-on-one, -on -one, Bruce Wayne in the Batsuit dealing with his fear as he stands face-to-face -face with the Scarecrow. See, there's so much about fear that can anchor us. We just looked through the examples of Christ in Matthew 4, dealing with fear and how to not take care of the temporary fear, but to work towards the eternal solution. We look at Christ in a moment that He's sitting on Gethsemane Mountain and He's sharing a prayer. And this is my favorite moment in Christ's life. It shows the reality of who Jesus Christ really is. And Jesus Christ had a moment of fear. When Jesus Christ is sitting in this prayer at Gethsemane, and He utters the prayer, Father, take this cup away from Me. When Christ utters those words, that is a moment that Jesus Christ is dealing with fear. Now there's two things that fear can do for us. One, fear can become the anchor. The thing that holds us in our place. The thing that stops us from following through on our rule, our mission, whatever we call it. It's the thing that holds us in our place and limits us from seeing our full potential. The other thing that fear can do is it can motivate us. It can push us. It can drive us to do things that we never dreamed before. It's all based on how that we maintain and deal with our fear. See, the whole identity of the bat goes back to Bruce Wayne dealing with one of his fears. We've already talked about in the early episodes, our early conversations of this series, how Bruce Wayne falls into this well, and it's what becomes the Batcave. And Bruce is down there, and he is engulfed. He's swirled around by all these bats, and a bat becomes an image of fear for Bruce. But what Bruce decides to do Instead of allowing that fear to anchor him in the one spot and do nothing, Bruce deals with the fear, works through the fear, and steps out and takes that image of that fear to become the protector of Gotham. As we look at this prayer that Jesus Christ has on Gethsemane, as we look at the prayer that Jesus Christ holds, take this cup away from me. Then he finishes the statement. Okay, not my will, but your will be done. Let's look at that because your will be done exists in both of these narratives. It exists in the narrative of Bruce Wayne and it exists in the narrative of Jesus Christ. 
Bruce Wayne becomes the protector of Gotham because he sees how his work, his service, his care reaches out to others and makes care possible. It makes protection possible for others. When Jesus Christ is at Gethsemane and he's sharing this prayer and he concludes it with, not my will, but your will be done. Jesus Christ acknowledges that this is not something that Christ is doing for himself. He is creating a grace that is for eternity. When both individuals step outside of themselves and sees how their mission, their statement, their calling affects the lives of other people around them, they begin to deal with the fear in order for other people to not deal with it. When they become the ones that do the work, that do the things that are necessity, that are important, that are needed to overcome the fearful anchors in their lives, they become the ones that cut the chains of the anchors of others. The bat becomes the image that Rachel Dawes needs to keep going, to keep doing what she does through the legal system. The bat becomes the image that inspires Jim Gordon to not give up in this very scary time, to even do the big scary thing of driving the Batmobile to get in the serum to the right person. One person overcoming their moments of fear becomes the one who inspires others to do the same. See, the whole imagery of Jonathan Crane, the the scarecrow in this movie, is the one that uses fear to anchor people in their place so that progress doesn't happen. And the image of Bruce Wayne, the bat, is the one that inspires others to cut the chains and to keep trying. The reality of Jesus Christ saying, take this cup away from me. And then saying, not my will, but your will be done. Becomes the reality that fear and sin cannot hold us in the one place that we can truly be set free to go out and serve and do some magnificent things that will inspire others to do the same. And in those moments, we are not just cutting the chains of fear in our own lives. We are cutting them off for others as well. I want us to look at that reality. I want us to see how Christ overcame fear. As we continue for the next few weeks, to use this narrative from Batman Begins and see how Bruce uses fear to become the motivator and protector. I want us to realize it's something we can do as well. It's something that can push us as well and inspire us in such ways that we open doors for others to find care and safety. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you this week. I look forward to talking to you again as we continue this this youth focused series of the confirmation of the bat. My name is Michael Drew Davis. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love.
Amen.